glad I didn't do that two-year state program at our local community college just to you say I did it, it because yeah. it, it would have proved nothing. I would have yeah. gotten nothing out of it. Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show. This is your host, Alyssa Morton. I am a mom of two, wife, event floral designer, serial entrepreneur, and becoming increasingly aware of the power of mindset. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I'm on a mission to help empower moms to create a lifestyle of wealth, health, fulfillment, and happiness so that you can become the very best version of yourself and live a life that you love. Three days a week, I am bringing you inspiring stories, strategies, and tips to feel empowered to create a lifestyle you love. So stay tuned and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. We've got Larry again with us this week. We've got a pretty fun episode that we're ready to talk about today. Yay. Um, totally different than some of the things that we normally talk about. I think it's really, really a good one because I think a lot of us struggle with it. So this week we're talking about like some of our past and more specifically our parents and how they've impacted our mindsets and how they were like kind of an example of like what we didn't want to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Without yeah. like offending them because we love them so much, but they've set some good examples like financially of like what we didn't want to do lifestyle wise and like where we wanted to. What? Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot to unpack here. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in again and let's dive in. Yeah. So let's talk about how we bonded on our first date. So <laughs> we had been friends for a while leading up to actually like our first date. We were friends for like two years. Our friends had tried to get us together and then we were just like, nah, not, not right now. Mm. So two years later, he had broken up with his girlfriend at the time. A couple months after that, we had our first date. And then we started bonding over really our past and like the way that we grew up. Both of our parents had been divorced. Like, the same year they got divorced, they had, like, similar, like, financial situations. Yeah, both of their situations were extremely similar pretty much all around. Mm-hmm. You know, different details, but same, you know, financial boat. Relationship-wise, yeah. like, for our parents. And we're not going to dive into that because that's something we'd want to, like, bring them on to talk about. But yeah. what really, like, struck us, like, recently as we've been going through these mindset shifts is, like, how much of them... In- have been ingrained, like, since our childhood. Mm. Like, needing to work harder to make more money, and what else are some of the negative ones? Like, spending money as soon as you have it. Yeah, that's huge. Like, we spin it, like, there's a hole in our pocket. Like, trying to break all of those habits has been really difficult. Yeah, big time. So let's get into that. So, uh, I know a big one for me at least, is, like I said, like, spending money as soon as you have it. Mm -hmm. Because growing up, we didn't have a lot of money at all. And it was like, once somebody got a raise or a bonus or something, it's like we had a bunch of extra money, let's do something with it. Yeah, and And usually it was like, get a new car or... Yeah, get a car, get a camper. Go on vacation. Yeah. And it was never, like let's invest this. Yeah. And being a kid, that's not on the top of your mind. You're like, yay, we got... A new car in the driveway, or we got a new whatever. A pool. Yeah, but... Do you hate taxes? 
Sales tax, income tax, bills, expenses, and deductions are just some of the items your accountant will want to see when they're creating their tax plan to try to help you save as much of your hard-earned money as possible. Make everything so much more organized with QuickBooks. I use it every single day in my business. My bookkeeper and my accountant are able to have their own logins. Everyone is able to stay current on my business numbers so that we aren't too far behind come tax season. QuickBooks makes it easy for you to categorize your income and expenses, create invoices and collect payments, track your mileage, organize your receipts and statements, and it syncs to just about every platform that you use in your business to make your life as easy as possible. Save 30% on your first six months with my link in the show notes. Being an adult now, you look back and you're like, oh, you could have taken that money and put it literally anywhere and... Had something to retire with or... Yeah. Or have something that's replacing your income now so they are just doing what you do now for fun (laughs) or something. Yeah. We're still trying to learn this, so bear with us. But, like, from what we've understood and what we've taken from it, like, so far is that we want to be taking any extra money that we're making and investing it into something that will create an asset for us. Something that will give us money every month to pay for the things that we want. So. Where we're going, like, we want to start investing in real estate. We want to start investing in stocks and, um, like, index funds. Pretty much anything that you could think of, we want to be as diverse as possible so we yeah. can have a bulletproof portfolio of income streams from a bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. And that's... The more passive, yeah. the better. Yeah. Because that's, like, one of the biggest things is, like, feeling like we need to work for the money. And it's, like, if we are able to make the money work for us instead, mm-hmm. these are all the things that we didn't learn growing up. And, like, our parents don't know about these things or how to make it happen or how to get out of the middle class rut that we're in. Like, low middle class, mm-hmm. like, working collar middle class. Yeah. like. <laughs> so we wanted to take you on this, like, journey with us so that you're able to see... The way that we get out of this hole of this middle class kind of rut that we're stuck in and everyone around us is really stuck in, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the area that we live in is very, very blue collar. Everyone gets up early in the morning, goes to work. You know, it's mm-hmm. no, I shouldn't say no one, but a lot of people in our area aren't super well off. It's a very paycheck to paycheck area. Yeah. And... That's how we grew up. We both grew up pretty local to where we live now, and that's just how it's been for the past 20-whatever years. It's just that way of life, and being surrounded by people you know, strangers, everyone's in the same boat. You know, no one's got a brand, brand new car that's expensive. I don't want to say poverty, but it's... Close. It's, you know, it's a a struggling area, I would like to say. Yeah. Like, to put it this way, everybody's complaining about the gas prices being so high. Like, nobody's just like, ah, yeah, that is what it is. Like, everybody's like, man, like, I'm going to need to make more money to be able to get to work. Yeah, I'm going to start walking to work because gas is so expensive. Yeah. So, like, to word it like that, like, nobody has it super easy right now. So, some of the things that we're doing that maybe you guys can at least, like, flip the light bulb and start trying to create some for yourself, we're trying to use debt to make more money. So we took out a home equity line of credit and we're going to use that to begin investing in real estate and whatever other future opportunities present themselves. We want to have liquid capital ready to invest when somebody says, hey, I've got this great thing going on. Like, 
if you want in. <laughs> we want to be yeah. able to say, yes, here's a hundred grand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the things that they don't teach you in school and the things that middle class parents don't teach you is that you can do, you know, a refinance, a home equity line of credit, whatever it might be. You have access to a lot more money than you think you have. And if you use that money wisely and in the sense of investing and putting it in the right spots, you make that money work for you, especially because when you take a home equity line of credit, it's relatively low interest. So even if you put it in an index fund, say, that has a higher return rate than your interest rate on your loan, there's passive income right there. It might not be a lot, but if you take... What you're making and put it into something else, like let's say another... Well, this is what we've learned... And what we plan to do is we'll take our home equity line of credit, we'll put it into a house, and then we'll refinance that house, take our money out of it that we invested, and then it's just the passive income stream because somebody's paying the rent for us. Yeah. If you follow that line of thought. Yeah. And we're the furthest thing from financial experts yeah. that there is. <laughs> but we're just trying to share like how we're trying to get out of the hole that is the middle class. Yeah. And how we learned it. Like how... We learned what not to be. Yeah. Which is the, the whole premise of this episode. Uh-huh. Is, you know, what our parents did and didn't teach us about how to use and how to misuse money. Yeah. So one of the things that, like, my parents, like, were big with were taking loans and then not <laughs> having a means to invest it into something that would pay off the loan. Like, they would use it to get caught up on their bills, and that's not going to produce any more money. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's something that we are, like, debating yeah. now. It's like we have a lot of credit card debt, so it's like, do we take the HELOC and pay off the credit card? And it's like, no, that would be stupid because we want the HELOC to make us more money. Yeah, if we pay off our credit cards, we're just taking the debt from our credit cards and putting it into our home equity. Yeah. And it, we're still paying it. It's just lower interest, but it's not it's not gaining anything there. Yeah. It's just taking away, taking it off for credit cards. But what you just said, my dad did the same thing mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. He refinanced on the house and got like twenty five grand, and he bought a new pickup truck. And I don't think that my parents talked about it. I think that they just did it. He just did it. And then when they sold that house, my mom sold the house. That was an issue because there was a lien on the house because of that that had to be paid. So it's Mm -hmm. stuff like that where you and it's like that pickup truck ended up being repossessed and it didn't end up making them any money. Yeah, like. That's the worst thing that you could invest in because it's not making you money. Yeah. You buy a used truck, it's not going to appreciate value at all. Yeah. So it's just money literally down the drain Mm -hmm. that came back and bit them anyway. So the smart thing that they could have done would be to take that lien, that home equity line of credit, put it into something that would pay for the car, and then you have an asset that would pay off the car, it would be paid off, and you'd have a brand new car. You'd still have the asset. And the asset that's continually giving you money every month. Now, we're still learning these things. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to share what we've learned so far and maybe, you know, at least switch the light bulb. Because it yeah. took us 25 years to switch the light bulb. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I know... At least our adult lives. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, like, our parents still haven't switched the light bulb yet. So yeah. our, our parents are in their, their mid, 50s. mid-50s and they all, you know, they still work their 9-to-5s. No retirement, like accounts, like nothing. Yeah. What's the first thing you do when you want to find a service near you? You search the company's website, right? 
Rebel Studio Design is a talented web and brand designer that truly creates customizable websites for professionals. Her portfolio clients range from photographers to florists to production companies, and each design truly reflects the brand she's designing for. She has a ton of valuable resources and connections to help you create compelling copy for your website, take beautiful branded photos, and support after the design intensive is complete so that anything can be adjusted to best suit your needs even after the website's done. List Alyssa Morton as a referral when you submit an inquiry at rebelstudiodesign.com. That's R-E-B-E-L studio, S-T-U-D-I-O, design, D-E-S-I-G-N dot com. So let's go back again to some other mindsets that they had instilled in us that we're working to overcome. So many. <laughs> I know. What about marriage? Because both of oh. our parents were divorced, and I know my dad has told me multiple times, it's like, oh, it's just a matter of time before you're divorced, or you better treat that man really nice, otherwise he's going to divorce you, or man, like... No, I wouldn't put up with that yeah. if I were him. Exactly. Those are all like things that yeah. he said to me. And we've been married for three years, happily. We have marital bliss. Mm. And to hear these things coming from my dad, it's like the most <laughs> like heart-shattering kind of feeling because it's like, I've never been so happy in my entire life and you think that it's going to just go down and the drain because we're going to be stupid and like cheat on each other or something or yeah. get tired of the bullshit, which there is no bullshit. Like yeah, Literally none. And to kind of preface that is that... Both of our parents didn't really have, you know, solid foundation when they, yeah. you know, were married. And, you know, like she said, we're, they're both divorced. And Yeah, they were was, both kind of in love with the idea of marriage, but didn't have a solid marriage. Yeah. Yeah, it was... And at least in my parents' marriage, there was a lot of hidden things from one another. Um, won't get into too much detail, but, like, secret bank accounts and, you know... That's a, that's a big thing yeah. you know, with financials is keeping an open book when it comes to my money and her money. It's it's our money. And yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, we're working toward the same goals. We're pushing the same boulder up the same hill. Like, yeah. I'm not pushing one boulder up this hill. He's not trying to keep the other one from rolling down. Like, we're working toward the same common goal, and we personally just believe that we're in this fight together, like, my debt's his debt, his debt's my debt, and together we're going to be wealthy. So, that's just the way that we do things that might yeah. not work for you. You might have a different belief, and that's fine, but that, that being can, transparent. Yeah, that could prove to be a huge strain on your relationship if you were not transparent with your financials. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you know, like we said before, I make the majority of the money right now, and mm -hmm. that's all towards the bills and credit cards or whatever else, but... My paycheck goes right into a joint account, and that money is divvied up. Mm -hmm. However, I get my allowance out of my own paycheck, which is funny. <laughs> and, you know, the rest of it goes towards the house, because it's it's not my house. It's our house. Yeah. It's not my bills. It's our bills. It's not my kids. It's our kids. Yeah, exactly. You know, and when we're short, we'll pull a little money out of our businesses to pick up the slack. So it's it's a shared burden. Is I, yeah. th I think the best way to sum it up. Is. Yeah, and like I said, like we're working toward the same common goals. So us each putting in, like if he puts in eight hundred and I put in two hundred, like it's coming from the same account. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it. it or exactly. he puts twelve hundred in and I put two thousand in. Like again, it's coming from the same account. Like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it doesn't matter, you know, who's contributing what, because we're both contributing to the same pool of mm-hmm. cash. Yeah, and for the same goals and yeah. same bills. We're getting a little off topic again. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's just so easy to, like, go on and on with this kind uh. of stuff. But... Our parents really set a good example of what not to do for us in our relationship. And we're trying to have our own mindset that our relationship is strong. We're going to do really big things together. That their lack of success in their marriage does not mean anything for us. That our kids are going to have our example. That we're trying to show them what happy marriages look like and how adults talk to each other and... That we can build businesses and that we can do things that bring us joy. And eventually, we don't have to work so damn hard to make yeah. a life for ourselves. Yeah. And well, and that's that's our goal, mainly, is to work hard now while the kids are little. So that, you know, when they're old enough to be able to go on vacations and stuff like that, we won't have to worry about mm-hmm. any of that. We can just go because we can. Yeah. That's That's the goal. Yeah. Big time. Are there any other mindsets that have been instilled in us from our parents that we're really trying to, like, change the course that you can think of? There's a lot, but something that I know that we've talked about a handful of times is college. Yes. Yes, that's huge. This is just our belief system. Like, you don't have to agree with it or align with it, but my parents in particular really pushed college on me and my siblings, and I... Personally, like, we personally don't believe that college is the right path for everybody. And we don't think that you should really even go unless you know what you're trying to do. Because mm-hmm. it's a waste of time and money. <laughs> That's just our belief. Yeah. I've, I'm in the automotive field. And I've worked with so many college graduates that have, like, degrees in, like, history and economics and all this other stuff. And we all wind up turning wrenches in a garage. And you can arguably make more money than them, and they have $80,000 in student loan debt. Yeah, yeah, I did a or even better educational program, and I paid nothing yeah, for it. Even better, there's some guys that went to school for mechanics instead of going to vocational school like you did. Mm-hmm. The school, like public school, paid for the vocational school program, and they ended up getting, like, what, probably like 40000 in student loans? Give or take, yeah. Especially yeah. if they lived on campus to go wherever they were going. Yeah, I work with a handful of guys that did, like, an out-of-state, you know, tech program, and we're all in the same boat. We all, you know, make roughly the same amount of money. They're still paying off student loans, and they're in their 30s. Mm-hmm. I have none, which, sure, I, it could have helped me along a little bit, but in my field, it didn't necessarily matter. Experience matters more than anything. Yeah. Like, they want to say, wow, you've been at the same place for five years. Come work for me. You've done all of this. Great. Oh, you learned under him? That's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, they want to see the actual work experience and how quickly you can do a job and how good you are at doing the job and not yeah. just a piece of paper. Yeah. And, and at least for me, like, in my field, the documents saying you can do your job mean a lot less than you actually being able to do your job and yeah. improving it. Because there are people that can take tests and they have all the certifications that say that they can do their job and then when it gets down to getting their hands dirty, they can't. And mm-hmm. total opposite, there's somebody who doesn't have a sheet of paper saying that they can do anything, and they're phenomenal. Yeah, they're ridiculously skilled and, yeah. and really smart. You know, growing up, my parents didn't necessarily push college on me, but they wanted me to obviously have a direction of where I was going. And my sister, she did 
a nursing program, and that's where she is now. She's getting her doctorate and everything. And I just had no desire to, to go to college. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't do that two-year state program at our local community college just to you say I did it. Because yeah. it, it would have proved nothing. I would have yeah. gotten nothing out of it. And a lot of people do it, unfortunately. They continue. It's like 13th and 14th year of high school. Mm-hmm. because More than that, yeah. Yeah, know. I know, like, my mom, she's still going to school for, like, her second or third master's degree at this point. And she's a teacher. Like, she wants to be a counselor of some sort, but, like, you don't need all of those degrees <laughs> like, at the end of the day. But to get back to the point, like, I have a bachelor's degree in healthcare administration, so I can be a florist. It's like, it's just, yeah. it's stupid, like, for me to have that degree because it's not what I want to do. Like, and I don't want to force that on our kids if they don't have a clear direction and this is a step that they need to get there. Like, for his sister, like, it makes total sense because she wants to be in the medical field. You obviously need to go to school for that. But yeah. if there's something that you can get the learned experience instead, that's going to be far more valuable. Yeah. And, you know, I we've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, people that we know that have gone to college and they get their whatever four-year degree and, you know, whatever it is, and they still get a regular job. And it's not worth the $100,000 in student loans that you accrue at... 22 years old it's yeah not, it's not worth it you know you can if you think about it you can take that hundred thousand dollars worth of debt and put it into a business yeah. and you would be far better off yeah with the right skill set and if you don't have the right skill set then you can hire somebody to make up for it exactly so i think those were like three really good mindsets that we have been working to overcome that our parents really instilled in us mm-hmm. um that <laughs> we don't need to work harder to make more money, that our marriage can be anything that we want it to be, that we're not limited by their belief system on their marriages, Mm -hmm. and that school is whatever you make of it. Like, if you have the right direction, please, like, by all means, don't let us stop you. But if you think that you can get experience doing something else, at the end of the day, you're probably going to wind up in the same place as if you did go to school, maybe even a little bit further ahead because you have the work experience and you'll be making probably more money without the student loan debt. Yeah. So. Well, and I'm just something to throw in with the education. The internet has everything that you could ever want to know about anything ever. And it's usually free. Yeah. If not. Or you could buy a course from somebody who does the thing (laughs) and that's going to be far more valuable. Yes. Yeah, there are way, depending on what you're going for, there are way better ways than to be in the education system to learn it. Because you'll learn a bunch of crap that you don't need to know. Yeah, they'll tell you how it is, like, from any online course that you take from somebody that does it. Like, I know when I was starting my floral career, I took a whole lot of mentorships and, like, online courses directly from successful floral designers. And that's how we got so far so quickly, like, as opposed to going to, like... The Flower Institute or something else. Yeah, some sort of design school. Yeah. You learn more by doing. Yeah. So that was something else I did is I freelance designed with other florists and actually just got my hands dirty. Because the more that, you know, you use your hands and actually do the work, the The, quicker you're going to learn it. And the better you get. Yeah, exactly. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Is Whatever you want to do, Google it first (laughs) before you enroll in a a degree program. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good. (laughs) Good advice. Yeah, I think I think we'll leave off there. 
I think that we touched on a lot of really big mindset blocks and yeah. some things that we're doing to overcome them. And we could probably do this weekly with, you know, <laughs> mental blocks that have been given to us. I know, for real. <laughs> we'll probably touch on it again. Yeah. You know, maybe in a couple months when we're a little bit further along in our in our growth process, but. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. If you guys took something away from this mumble jumbo of a conversation that was kind of all over the place, please share it with us on Instagram. It's at list.morton, L-Y-S-S dot M-O-R-T-O-N, and at Mortmoto Show, M-O-R-T-M-O-T-O-S-H-O-W on Instagram. All right. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Yep. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Making Mommy Move show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at, and I would really appreciate a kind and honest review of the show. That's how more moms will be able to find our podcast and listen in each week with you. Copy this link, share it with your friends on social media. I will be forever grateful. I'm so happy and proud of you for making the first mommy move by listening to the show. Until next time, I encourage you to keep up the momentum by continuing to make mommy moves along with me. Talk soon.